uh, when Emma asked what I, I wanted to talk about, I said, well, I, I want to plug our, our summer school, of course. Um, and she said, well, you should probably talk about something a bit broader than that. And so I thought I should talk about the sort of research uh, support available to researchers of all levels uh, within the university. Um, and so uh, my name is James Cummings, and that's my email address and some of my Twitter accounts, um, if you're interested. Uh, the basic areas of support that the university provides uh, researchers doing digital humanities projects start, of course, with the university's uh, research services office. Anybody putting in a funding bid will talk to them and uh, get their approval before going ahead. But that's at a very high level. And I don't really sort of can't tell you what plugin for WordPress will do what it is I want. The humanities division here has an excellent uh, research facilita uh, facilitation uh, team, uh, research.support at humanities.oxacuck. Um, and uh, they're happy to help uh, people interested in, in uh, getting research funding or passing you on to the right people um, uh, uh, to talk to. The, it then depends on what uh, unit you're in and whether the faculty or department um, or college um, has a, a research facilitator or somebody who can provide advice on funding calls or uh, opportunities that have come up. Um, there are also various stakeholder uh, departments, uh, IT services, which I happen to represent, uh, the Oxford Research Centre, Bodleian Libraries, uh, Oxford Internet Institute, uh, amongst others. Um, almost all of those have people in one way or another who are happy to talk to you and give you free pro bono advice to some degree or uh, other. And of course, in some departments, the local IT uh, support officer is able to provide help and assistance. You know, you want to put up a web page for a project uh, that you're doing. You know, often that can just go on the departmental server, um, depending on the department or unit. But sometimes that isn't enough, and so uh, lots of us working uh, in digital humanities in one way or another uh, in Oxford uh, uh, several years ago formed the, the digital humanities at Oxford network. Um, as you know, doing anything top-down in Oxford is impossible. Um, so this is a grassroots sort of distributed, uh, uh, embedded in all of the different departments uh, way of doing it. Um, but we thought, okay, all of these different people doing digital humanities throughout the university need a central point for information, for support, for uh, inf uh, various resources, um, uh, uh, information about events, etc. Um, and the digital.humanities.ox.ac.uk website is, is a good start for that. And that website's a bit dated and old and is about to be replaced by a brand spanking new one, um, I hear. Uh, it's distributed across all of the uh, uh, departments in the humanities and also the stakeholder uh, units behind it. So the humanities division as a whole, uh, IT services, OERC, Bodleian Libraries, uh, OII, uh, etc. Um, it has information on news and events relating to DH at Oxford and also some support information for those submitting funding applications, uh, especially AHRC funding applications. Um, and 
now I come sort of even closer to, to what I do, uh, which is the research support team at IT Services. If you go to research.it.oxac.uk, it will forward you to our blog. Um, uh, and we help researchers of any level in the uh, university um, by giving them advice and support as much as we can. Um, uh, that might be by reading and commenting on funding proposals. So uh, uh, Emma, for example, was putting in a proposal uh, for funding and came to us and said, can you read this? Can you give us help on it, et cetera? And we made lots of comments like, you're crazy. Uh, <laughs> you know, do this. No, we didn't say that. We, we did all sorts of, 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 of helpful advice, I hope, um, uh, even if she did end up getting the funding. Um, uh, we can meet to discuss uh, possibilities for uh, adding digital tools and methodologies to your research. Um, we can, if you get funded and have written us into the funding bid, uh, uh, manage or undertake IT-related work packages. If uh, you can't do the IT heavy lifting but have got a source of funds that can pay people in IT services to do that, we will do that depending on capacity and, and what it is, etc. Um, uh, and whether there's somebody more appropriate, for example, in your unit uh, to do it. Um, we can give uh, uh, advice on potential solutions to enable digital aspects of your research. Uh, you know, you have an idea that, of, of how to do some crowdsourcing but, but aren't sure how to do it. Um, well, we might pass you on to people like Catherine in that case, or, or Kate, who you'll hear from soon. Um, uh, but we can also advise you on, on particular bits of software and, and common problems people have. We also have sort of specialist expert knowledge in, in some particular areas. Uh, my, my own is, is text encoding, uh, markup of, of structured textual data, um, but we have experts in research data management on the team um, and agent-based modeling as well. Um, so it's research support at it.oxacuc if you want uh, more information about that. Um, the text encoding initiative, I thought I should mention, uh, not only because it's an international uh, consortium, but because Oxford's been involved with it for uh, several decades. Um, uh, I mean, uh, the, the Oxford Text Archive, which has always been a big proponent of the uh, uh, text encoding initiative, uh, was founded in 1976. Um, so if you think digital humanities is a brand new thing, it's been going for decades. Um, and the, the TEI produces a set of guidelines for the representation of digital text, and it's the de facto standard for those doing especially historical digital text uh, collections of, of any sort. Um, it allows you to structure your data, uh, structure your textual data, your information in a way that makes sense and is then reusable and queryable. Um, of course, I would say that I happen to be the chair of the TEI's uh, technical council that's involved in maintaining and supporting and extending those guidelines. Um, but uh, internationally, if you went to the Digital Humanities Conference this year in Lausanne in Switzerland uh, and asked them, oh, Oxford, what DH thing happens at Oxford? Um, they might mention the First World War. Um, strangely enough, um, uh, or they, they might mention uh, the text encoding initiative because we've been supporters of it uh, uh, since it started um, in the 80s. Um, and then Emma said, well, I should definitely have some pretty pictures um, and pretty unreadable ones uh, at that 
in this case. Um, this, this indicates sort of the workflow that a project uh, 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 I worked on, an award-winning project um, I worked on, uh, the Godwin Diary, uh, godwindiary.bodleian.ox.ac.uk. Um, and you can see in the upper left there the, the uh, a sort of zoomed-in image of a bit of uh, uh, the, the diary of uh, William Godwin, Mary Shelley's father, uh, Mary Shelley who wrote Frankenstein, as I'm sure you know. Um, I taught in a day and a half the members of the project, uh, which who were in uh, uh, politics, um, how to transcribe uh, the diary into TIXML um, and use some version control software so they wouldn't overwrite each other's changes, at least not knowingly or not unknowingly. Um, and uh, from that, they went away for four years and encoded every meal, every meeting, every event, every person's name, and linked all of those to information about them. So uh, for the 65,000 or so people's names in the 48 years of, of William Godwin's diary, um, they, they put in information. Um, and that's a massive undertaking. Um, but because they put all that effort in, we were then able to not only produce a, a, a readable text of the diary with lots of things you could click on, um, but extract all sorts of other information. How many times was this person mentioned? When were they mentioned uh, uh, you know, near this person and, and that kind of thing? Or a list of all of the, the meetings or theater uh, uh, trips that Godwin went on. Um, and I include this uh, uh, slide. Um, uh, not only because Kerry's uh, sat in the back, um, and this is the uh, Oxford Corpus of Old Japanese uh, in the Oriental Institute, um, uh, created by a project called the Verb Semantics and Argument Realization in Pre-Modern Japanese. Is that right? Good. Phew. Uh, Zarpja, as I always referred to it, yes. Um, and they started out with Word documents uh, and uh, wanted to go from Word documents of all these uh, 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 medieval, late medieval uh, uh, Japanese uh, poems, um, which uh, uh, they wanted to go to highly marked up, uh, linguistically marked up TEIXML for uh, the study of the language uh, itself. Um, and we worked more or less successfully um, over probably far too long on a uh, transformation from their Word documents to uh, uh, TEI XML. And we've improved that since, this was a few years ago, we've improved that since and our uh, transformation from uh, DOCX Word documents to TEI has gotten uh, significantly better in the meantime. Um, and this then allowed them to take it away and build on that and add even more information in and, and correct where it went wrong and, and things like that in order to then be able to create this corpus that they were able to query. But I thought I should mention the, the digital humanities at Oxford Summer School, just because it's part of DH in Oxford. Um, it's a, an annual training uh, uh, event. It's a, a internationally really well known. It's sort of the second uh, most important DH uh, tr you know, summer school in the world um, after the Digital Humanities Summer Institute at the University of Victoria in Canada. Um, uh, and that one's huge, and there's no way we'll ever catch up to them. We don't have enough rooms. Um, it, uh, uh, this year is, is uh, hosted uh, at uh, Wolfson College um, uh, and IT services and a number of other areas. Uh, it's the 14th to the 18th of July. Um, 
It starts with uh, parallel morning lectures showcasing various DH projects um, and activities uh, in Oxford. And Emma is one of those who will be speaking at it, as will uh, Kerry in the back. Um, after those morning lectures and a short tea break, there's uh, 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 five parallel week-long workshops that are um, happening on topics like Intro to Digital Humanities, Text Encoding Initiative, script, Scripting, uh, Data Curation, and Linked Data. There's lots and lots of social receptions and events. Um, let's see if I can do this from memory. Uh, Monday, we have a welcome drinks uh, reception and poster session. Tuesday, we have a walking tour of Oxford. Okay, maybe you guys wouldn't be interested in that. Uh, uh, Wednesday, uh, there is planned to be a torch public lecture. Um, uh, Thursday, no, sorry, Wednesday's the banquet, sorry, um, uh, at Wadham. Uh, and Thursday is the torch public lecture, and Friday, an informal trip to the pub. Um, so, you know, they get a lot for, for, the, for their money, really. Um, there's going to be a, post in, a poster session open to delegates as well as researchers in Oxford to, to provide posters on their DH activities. Um, so if you're involved in a project and, and want to tell people about it, that, that's an option. Um, uh, and we have from an international fund, this is new, nobody knows this yet, it's not announced. Uh, we have some international bursaries for one of the workshops. Um, the, the linked data workshop, and we may have some bursaries for Oxford DPhils and early career researchers uh, from the John Fell Fund, but we just haven't heard back yet. So we just don't know um, yet. We've had them for the last uh, uh, two or three years. Um, the, the website for it is uh, digital.humanities.ox.ac.uk slash dhoxss. Um, and I mentioned the workshops there, the, the five workshops this year, they, they, we sort of change them each year, um, uh, but we tend to have an introductory one and uh, a text encoding initiative one each year. Uh, an introduction to D8, which is sort of a survey course, uh, sort of provided uh, uh, by the major stakeholders of the university. Uh, data curation and access um, uh, is, is number three there. Uh, there's also the taking control practical script, scripting for DH projects. If you ever deal with loads of data and want to get it from one format to another format and do stuff to it, uh, the kind of stuff I do lots of, um, uh, then we're actually offering a workshop in how to do that, what we usually call data munging, um, uh, you know, sort of, and taking it and then visualizing it and things like that. Uh, there's one uh, being provided uh, jointly by us and the uh, uh, I, uh, University of Illinois iSchools, uh, the data curation and access. Um, there's our humanities uh, web of data, that's the linked data one that might have some bursaries attached to it. Um, and uh, there's our standard introduction to the text encoding initiative, but we're focusing this year on uh, digital scholarly editions because of a large project I'm involved in, a large Marie Curie initial training network project called Dixit. Um, registration will open in late March. If you have any questions, I'm happy to take them. Thank you.